Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. Well, you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, topics, stipulations, first down, plated. it. Presenting topics for kind, easy to time, braided. Facts, keys to the city, we unlocking the statements. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. All new, if you can't make today's episode... You will be able to follow us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Prime. Keys of the City is all over the place. Bigger and better things coming. Speaking of bigger and better things, that's the Cleveland Browns, right? Bigger and better things are coming, of course. I thought you were going to start with... You did it again. I did it again. That's okay. Accidents happen. And we are 49 days away from the NFL season. That's what I'm excited for. I'm excited but, for it, man. There's a, you, what, and I know you were going into the Browns, but what I was going to say to you is all we've been talking about, it feels like, since football's been over, is basketball. And not just us, but everything that's been intriguing has been about basketball. And anytime that we've been talking about football lately, it's only been about negative things. You know, the Tyreek Hill situation came down today where he's not going to be suspended. The Giants' safety, more. Is suspended by the Giants for domestic. There's there's no positivity. We're talking about contract situations where Zeke is going to sit out, Melvin Gordon. We got Baker Mayfield who can't keep his mouth shut well, and, and, and wants to talk about the New York Giants fans. Sorry, bro. Well, okay. We're going to get into that. We'll have a great show for you even before that. We're also going to be have Joe, the usual Joe, to join us. Talk New York Yankees baseball. The usual Joe? The usual Joe. The average Joe. He's coming in. Or as I said, the great Joe. But he is going to be live with us as well to talk about, I want to ask him what he means by the Mariano Rivera effect. We'll talk about that as well. What's going to happen with the trade deadline, with all these teams winning? Is this hurting the Yankees' chances for an ace? We'll talk all of that and discuss it with Joe when he's up. But you just said Baker Mayfield. And the NFL, we all know, is the most popular Professional sports in our country. People love it. Some people can't stand it because of the new rules, the history that's happened over the past couple years. But we are back. Football time is right around the corner. We are coming to, Ted, I hate to say it, but the end of July is right around the corner. And soon we'll be in August. And then the weather starts to cool down and then we'll get into winter and all that fun stuff. But all we've ever been talking about, I know there's been a lot of negative going on in the NFL. But the team that's been talked about the most, it's not the champions of the NFL, the New England Patriots. It's not the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe for the wrong reasons. It's not the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's not the big-name teams, the Rams, the Saints. It's the Cleveland Browns. And we've been talking about this team because, well, does the NFL really need that villain? Now, people will say the Patriots are the villain, but I think we've just forgotten that narrative of the Patriots being the villain of the NFL. It's over with. We know what the Patriots are. They're either going to be contending for a Super Bowl or they're going to be right there. There's a new villain in town. I don't know if you want to call him a villain, but there's a new villain in town to me, and that's the Cleveland Browns. All the hype is on them. Baker Mayfield has become the guy that's changing the narrative of the franchise quarterback. When we think of franchise quarterbacks nowadays, we think of the pretty boys. We think of the guys that are going to come in, not going to come in casual. They're, you know, they're going to – Baker Mayfield comes in. Well, the in, quarterback. The quarterback. The, the, franchise, Sam, the Sam Darnolds, the Tom Brady's, the Peyton the fran- Manning's, the Russell The quarterbacks Wilson's. are quarterbacks, but the franchise quarterback. When you think of the franchise quarterback, you give the keys over to that guy. He's going to lead you – to the next 10 to 12 years to compete for titles. Then you comes Baker Mayfield. Comes in, big beard, like, the, like, like a Boston Red Sox player. They have the big beard, and you know how we are about that. But he's changing the narrative. He's not going to be quiet. He's not going to let pe- the naysayers go. He's going to remember it all. So, Ted, do we need a guy like a Baker Mayfield, like that villain, that we need. Do we need a Baker Mayfield 
to really spice things up no. in the NFL. No, I think it's nonsense. I think we've realized that the game of the N- the game of football doesn't need any spice. The game sells itself. Okay. That's what happens. The game sells itself. Every time we watch football, we, we don't look for the villain. See, here's my perspective on this. Baker Mayfield is not a villain. He's an idiot. I like his moxie. I like the way he plays. I, but I don't like when he runs his mouth because this, like this situation where he came out and was talking with him mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Baker Mayfield. Um, and if you wanted to really know the true of, effect of the Giant fans, the Giants fans last year averaged 76,940 fans, which, according to the numbers, was the top five attendance in numbers in 2018. And this is a team that hasn't won anything, hasn't been even competitive in post-playoff or postseason play, and, they, and Giant fans still show up. See, these are the same loser Browns fans that the week before the last game of the season, Baker Mayfield called out the fans for leaving when they were playing Carolina. And so, also cheering that they went 0-16 and they had a parade. Yeah, so... Don't forget about that. So these are the same fans that he, he's congratulating. See, my villain is someone who is actually good, who actually performs, actually has a meaningful... See, the villain will always be the Patriots. It's going to be Belichick and Brady until they leave. Now, I understand where you're coming from. You make perfect sense. Baker Mayfield, listen, he... he brings, he's different. He's not your prototypical franchise quarterback from the standpoint, not his play on the field. But you should be as a quarterback. Play. Exactly. That's the problem, or that's why people want or dislike him, is because that's what he's supposed to do. But he is changing that narrative of a franchise quarterback now. You can be yourself. You can run your mouth. There's going to be people that don't like him. There's going to be people that love him. And I was talking to Michael Valenti earlier today because I was at work, and I came from Stanford, and we worked together. So I was talking to him about this Baker Mayfield because it's a talk of, it seems like, football right now. Baker Mayfield is the hot topic. And I compared it to wrestling in the sense of there's three terms, and you can associate any one with Baker Mayfield. Polarizing, like a John Cena or Roman Reigns, guys that either love or hate him. The anti-hero, the new guys, the anti-hero, Stone Cold Steve Austin, when he was when he turned heel. Yep, I remember that. People still loved and hated him. And then you had the badasses that were the heels, Ric Flair. NWO, and I even mentioned Thanos. Because, yes, Thanos was a villain, but even with you had guys like Captain America, Thor, people loved him. And we knew villains. A lot of people liked Thanos. Some people didn't like Thanos. I was was Team Thanos. That's what my point is, is that Thanos, yet a villain. That's interesting. I like Yet a villain, also a badass, and people loved him. That's where I want to put Baker Mayfield in. And kind of like the wrestling thing, when you know NWO. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But here's can I, but they were they walked in. Yeah, and but they here's, had here's that the sweat. thing. They changed here's the, the thing. They had built it. But on. they changed okay. the landscape. Kevin Nash. Yes. Yeah. Scott Hall. Scott Hall and Hogan. Hogan. Okay, they but tried here's to change yeah, the landscape of the WWE I know, but at the these time. guys were legendary guys. In the, they had, That's what Baker's the trying they to had, do. They, I know, but they had built, like, here's the way you say, Trev. And we, we've done this because we, we've been applying for jobs for years, and we're trying, we're trying to build up a resume. See, for me, I like this if, if you've built your resume, if you perform. And done, like, if this is coming from Aaron Rodgers, I could live with this mm-hmm. because Aaron Rodgers has won a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is one of the most ta- talented quarterbacks ever to play the game. Aaron Rodgers, depending on how the rest of the next three to five years goes out, he can turn himself into a top-five quarterback of all time. Okay. Uh, he can put himself in that position. Mm-hmm. But when you haven't won anything and you haven't done anything to make yourself deserve, like you're the new kid on the street, I understand. You wanna, you've been bullied, bullied for the last 10 years. You want to step up to the bully. Mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers and Ravens have been the bullies in the division for the past 10 to 15 years, even longer. Really, the Browns have had one uh, winning season since they've returned. They've been, they were 9 and 7. Well, they made the playoffs as well one time. Oh yeah, then the year. But, oh, and the year when Kelly Holcomb was a quarterback the same week. Look, here's the thing. Even I know, but here's the thing. It's the Browns. Uh, here's the thing. Would you, let me come back. Let this me, is why I'll put it this way. This is why the Browns took him, and I'm just gonna go with it because I feel like a guy like this is the reason why Cleveland you, needed you, a guy. You must not remember last year when we were doing in the TV studio. I said the same. This thing. This would not work this in was, New York. This was a better fit. For Cleveland, than Sam Darnold would have been for Cleveland. Cleveland is a rough, rigged town, and they are Moxie. blue chip type. 
people. Like Detroit. New York. They speak runs, their mind. New York runs around, and they're the highlight. They're the, they're the big shots of coming in. Sam Darnold, not a big shot, but he had that personality that fits. The quiet, the, the naysayers doesn't affect him like an Eli. Baker Mayfield, he can run his mouth. He can do whatever he wants. He fits Cleveland's mold. That's why even when NWO started. But he's got to win. When NWO first started in the MW, in, in, um When they came to WC, WWE. No, WCW, they were brand new. They started something brand new, and no one expected this. So they were the new kids on the block. They ran their mouths. They were cocky. They didn't fear any hype. They didn't fear nobody. They didn't follow any rules. And that's, and that's why Baker Mayfield could be the NWO. But he's got to win. Sense, he has to win. Exactly. NWO needed to win. They became legendary, and Baker Mayfield is doing the exact same thing currently with the NFL. He doesn't care about the naysayers. He doesn't care about the hype. He's going to be him. He's been doing it his all his life. He's the one that changed college football. We talked about it about a couple last year or two years ago. Is he the guy that college football deserved and needed? Remember I compared him to the, the Batman in the sense of the Dark Knight because he was something new. He was the one we deserved. And that's what college football. But in the sense, it's different now because it's the NFL. Okay. You have to be a professional now, and he is changing that narrative like the NWO I did like, I for, the w, okay. for, for wrestling. So I do like what he's trying to bring out in Cleveland and what he's trying to inspire to be. Okay, He's trying to be a leader. Now, leaders also lead on the field, and they produce. So he's going to have to but produce. Now, what I don't like is when you call out one of your own teammates, like you did in Duke Johnson. Hey, listen, we want winners here. We want people that want to play. If you don't want to play here, don't be here. You don't do that. You don't do no. that crap. Yeah, I know. All right? You don't do that. The guy wants a contract. Listen, I understand. He wants to play too. They just picked up Kareem Hunt, and they drafted a running back last year out of Georgia. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, who was stellar. Yeah, it was a his rookie season. Yeah. I don't see Duke Johnson playing at all. Maybe the first couple weeks if they keep him on the roster until Kareem Hunt come back. Kareem Hunt comes back. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I like because he, he inspires the Cleveland Browns fans and the team. Two things, though. In the NFL, quarterbacks don't win by opening your mouth. And what I don't like, because I'm a Giant fan, is how he can go out and say, listen, he's when he was talking, and this is about Odell Beckham. This is the story that came out with Odell Beckham, and it was really about him, Baker Mayfield, backing Odell Beckham mm -hmm. and talking irresponsibly and immaturely about the New York Giants fans. And this is what it was quoted. He said, he's here to work. He wants to be surrounded by people who love him. I don't know about you, but I'll listen to a bunch of people. I have an Odell Beckham jersey shirt. When I went to New York Giants I have games, an Odell, I have an Odell Beckham you couldn't trip jersey. over the next person without running into an Odell Beckham jersey or someone who had something that I was have, Odell I Beckham. Had one. I, had I don't know about I had the black jersey. Okay. You bought it for me. So, t t first of you all, got it for me. you're speaking... Blasphemy. Nonsense. And nonsense. Thank nonsense. you. It's just I was trying to use no. your word. Don't say my words. People who love and support him. Then Don't he goes on to say, and allow him to be himself. I don't know about you, but we had, to, we had to watch him pull all his shenanigans for the last four years. And he didn't get to play in half the games. He missed, what, first four games of the rookie season, missed four games or five games last year, got hurt th the year before. He really only played one full season. I know his stats okay, say otherwise. So, his stats were unbelievable. Okay, so he's here in Cleveland to play in front of fans who actually care about him, who will actually show up to every game and pack the stadium. Um, the Giants had the top five attendance last season, even though their team had, the what, what, five wins last year, and the year before they had three. So they've had eight wins in two seasons. All right. Where the hell have your Browns fans are? Where have you been, bro? I mean, Shut they're your still mouth. Go, they're still going to the game, but yes. This is where all the hype comes into play. This, this, is, is, this, this is, is where the pressure... This is 2019 stupid uh, yeah, kids uh, talking... Stupid, stupid run, people running their mouths. But look, this is where I come back to the original point. He is changing the landscape of the franchise quarterback. It's not, not the, the NFL, but the franchise quarterback term now. Because now we don't always need to see the quiet guy, the guy that's going to come in... And just work, not call out teammates, not gonna bother with the just come in, talk to the media, but not going Let to Let me ask you go this question. After, go after the media. He's trying do to you change think, every one of do those you think little this bullet points. Do you think this is good for the Browns? Positive do you think this reflects positively or negatively for the Cleveland Browns? Going with, forward with, with his mouth. With the players that they have, like Beckham, like Landry, like Kareem Hunt, like Miles Garrett, guys that are 
outspoken. It's going to help. It's going to help in the sense of this guy's not going to take any more crap. He's coming in when he got drafted and the way he played down the stretch last year and how they finished. He's sending a message of we're not taking any crap anymore from these teams. We're not going to be the ones that are getting bullied around, losing, going 3-13, and 2-14, and 1-15, and 0-16. Oh you know the story about the Cleveland Browns. If you haven't watched football and you don't know about the Cleveland Browns, it's a very sad franchise for the past 20 years. But this hope now because of his attitude, the way he comes off and says, we ain't taking any crap. We're going to stand together as one. And that's why players, I think, could feed off of that mentality as well. I'm glad you came up with that reason because I'm going to disagree with you. That's and the fine. reason why I'm, I'm glad you I, did. Okay. Be, of course, because we are I hope to I hope you now, did. There, there's a lot of times that we do agree on certain things. But in this standpoint, I, I think it's 100% negativity. It, ma it makes no sense. First of all, you haven't won anything, okay? Prove yourself. Second of all, I think it's only uh, bad. It's I, only bad. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. It puts expectations on this Cleveland Browns team. Mm -hmm. Like we said before, yeah. all of a sudden, you even said it because you knocked it. Oh, all of a sudden, this Cleveland Browns team, Super Bowl favorite? Really? Yeah. What have you done? Why? Because you got Beckham and Landry and Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb and Miles Garrett and Olivia Vernon. Guess what? You still have to perform. We've seen teams with tons of superstars not perform when the season, Matt, when it comes to week one. Here's and, and I'm going to use a story for you. This is perfect. Me, before, can okay. you hold that story? The only reason why I would come in and intervene on this is only way I see it being negative is if he continues to pull a Duke Johnson where he calls out a teammate like a Beckham or Landry or an Ajoku or a Kareem Hunt or a Nick Chubb and says, oh, well, these guys got to be playing because I'm playing my ass off each and every game for 60 minutes. If these guys can't come to play, I don't want them on my team. And you know Beckham, you know Landry, okay. they are guys like that. So That's the only okay. way I could see it being and, negative and this, for Cleveland. And, and I'm going to give you a perfect story. About five days ago, it was last Sunday, about 10 a.m., we were walking on to uh, Chick's baseball field down in West Haven, play our annual softball game on Sunday mornings. And we're, right, we're, now, we're one of the best teams in the league. Sherman, thanks, baby. Now, we played a team earlier in the season. We beat this team called Daz Boots, and we beat them, what, 25 to 5, mm -hmm. right? And they came out the first inning, and they scored three runs. And what's the first thing they started doing? Started talking. Started chirping. Yep. Right? Yep. We came back the next inning, bottom of the first, and we scored four runs. Shut we took a fourth rate. Then they came back and scored a couple more runs, and they took the lead, and they, and they kept kind of tripping. Remember? They were kind of making fun of us because we were calling time, time when the yeah, ball entered yeah, the infield. I know, I know. And I kind of, you know, I kind of yeah, went. Yeah, and I was I, ready. Yeah, I was ready. Yeah. And we started talking, and we started chirping. And remember, Coach Sherman, Coach Uncle Ronnie said. Uncle Ronnie. And our, and our pitcher, Pete, goes, listen, stop talking. That's not our game. We don't play that. So what did we Let do? The bats do the we talk, shut right? up. Yep. And we put the hurting on them. And we beat, and we him, beat him again by another yep. eight runs. 14 to, what was it, 14 to six or whatever? 14 seven, I believe. 14 seven, whatever. And we beat him again. And we didn't talk. And you know what? They didn't say another word for the rest of the game. And that's what I'm saying. Play your game and do it on the field. Don't chirp. Because you're not playing your game. That's the only thing. <laughs> Our voice, Steve, right? don't chirping. Don't chirp. Just play the game, and that's it. Only the only and, and, and the only puts pressure on the, because that's the only reason why you don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers and when the Ravens and every guy in the here's the thing, when quarterbacks talk, you know the defensive guys. Every time they get an opportunity, instead of just hitting them. Remember they used to say there was a thing about Brady? When I hit Brady, I want to actually hit him a little harder than anyone else. I just want, like, you want to give him extra more pain because you hate him. Baker That's, Mayfield is going to get himself in trouble where somebody's going to take a Brady shot thing. on him. Here's my thing about Brady. He's Brady, wants, don't, Brady don't have to – Brady can walk around and say whatever the hell he wants because he's the greatest of all time. He's won Super Bowls when we thought he was done. So that's why he, Baker shouldn't talk. Baker should, shouldn't talk, and the only reason why I'd say this would be a negative thing on the Browns is if he continuously calls out players for no. performance. And but the only what's going to be negative way, if he, if you look at their first five or six game, and I sent it to you on Snapchat yesterday. Yes. I think the first eight games they go three and five. But the way I can see them. Coming together as a team that's not going to take this nonsense anymore and get beat up and get laughed at by fans, by teams anymore, and say, hey, it's the Cleveland Browns. Now we want, he wants to come in and say, you can't take us lightly anymore. We ain't no easy loss anymore. You're not, we're not a W for your team or something. We're going to come in. We're going to hit you in the mouth. We're going to talk, but we're going to do it because we're confident in ourselves. And that's why a team 
that needs a, a, a change. And that's why Baker Mayfield was that change that they needed. The NWO was that change for the for W for the W yeah, absolutely. for wrestling. That's why ultimately Baker Mayfield is the NWO of the NFL. The NWO changed forever the landscape of wrestling. Baker Mayfield could change the landscape forever of the term franchise quarterback. That's why the Giants would have never took him. Exactly. Let's close out from the NFL from two star players and two players that have pretty much have a set their bar, set the name for themselves, and people know about them. They are recognized as two of the best in this game. And two players that, I don't know, could cause some uh, concern for fans. And thank God we're not a fan of either team. Two of the best backs in the game. Two of the best players in the league. Offensive players want new contracts. Same have draft, stated same draft class. No, no, Melvin's the year before. Have stated has stated they might hold out because they need a new contract, and that is number twenty-one Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys and Melvin Gordon of the Los Angeles Chargers. So if you're a fan of one of these teams currently, and I'll ask you, Ted, because you're standing and looking at me right now. I know. Which team should be more nervous about their star running back Zeke. holding out? You think it's that easy? Yes. Yes. I, I 100% because this is what this team and the Dallas Cowboys have been built for the past four years. It's all about the running game. We saw when Zeke wasn't on the field and suspended, Dak Prescott was not even close to an average quarterback. He was a subpar quarterback. Mm -hmm. Now, they have one of the best offensive lines in the game, one of the best rushing attacks in the game. Their offense is predicated on running the football with Zeke and setting the tone and dominating the line of scrimmage and hitting play-action pass with Dak Prescott. And now, because they have Amari Cooper, now they have a deep threat and a number one receiver that can stretch the field and do things. Because even when they had Zeke, Dak wasn't that great. Now imagine, imagine the Dallas Cowboys transforming themselves. They let Zeke go. Say they traded Zeke, right? And, and Dak Prescott, they were going to pay Dak, mm -hmm. and they're going to have Amari Cooper. And be like, all right. Do you think you just can stick – you could stick a running back in. And we've seen it. We've seen guys, Philip Lindsay, undrafted guys. We've seen guys come out of nowhere, third, fourth-round draft picks. But there's certain guys in the league that are special. And, and I look at about – there's like four or five guys in the league I look at super special running backs that are game changers. I go six. I go five. Who are you, five? Barkley. Let's say Barkley, Zeke, Gurley, McCaffrey, Kamara, and Melvin Gordon. That's six. Is it six? <laughs> and I, I didn't count in my head. I'm just thinking. How about Le'Veon? How about David Johnson? See, and I. How about David Johnson? And no, not, not right now. Okay. And if anything, okay. I might well, two put, years ago. And here's we were my thing. David Johnson. I might put, I might put Le'Veon over Melvin Gordon. Okay, that's fine. Be but with that being said, I don't see when I look at the Chargers, I look at Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers is a much better quarterback than Dak Prescott. He can win games where you buy packs in the ball. I Dak Prescott needs Zeke. To set the tone. Everything that the Dallas Cowboys do, run the football, dominate the line, uh, the, excuse me, the line of scrimmage, time of possession, helps Dak out. It helps the defense out. When they dominate the time of possession, the defense is refreshed. They're able to bring a lot more pressure. The guys play at a lot more higher inspired thing. And really, what is what – is, <laughs> oh, what, what, No, no, oh. I was going to say, I know Dak has the second most wins in the league. But yeah. really, what has Dak done for you? When I look at Phil Rivers, I look at a winner right there. I look at a guy that can play see, with a – See, he's see, never – I could I – could, could, Hold on. Agree. He's he's had LT in the early years, okay, and LT left. And then he well, had Daniel no – Daniel Tomlinson for all the people are getting confused. I know. LaDainian Tomlinson. Not, not the real LT. When I'm talking about the Chargers, yes. it's LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah. And then he got Melvin Gordon. But between all those years – he didn't have any star running backs. And there's a lot of times Melvin Gordon's been hurt and missed time. And they've had second and third and fourth stream running backs. Remember the kid Eckler and uh, um, Danny Woodhead. Yeah. I mean, Darren Sproles. They've had so many in, in, little running backs. They haven't had a dominant running back. So their game hasn't changed. And it won't change if Melvin I Gordon leads. A, I think it's a toss-up because these are two teams that are vying for that coveted title. You know, the Cowboys the thing, have— Gordon, for me, is the cherry on top for the Chargers. Every— and I'm using ice cream and food as a reference. I know you're going to laugh, but Zeke is the ice cream. You can't have a Sunday without the ice cream. Zeke 
is the whole thing that keeps Dallas going. He's the pasta. Melvin Gordon. He's the pasta, and Melvin Melvin's Gordon the sauce. Is Melvin's the, the sauce. Melvin is the bonus, okay? And okay. that's and that's how we see it because he is spectacular, but do you really think the Chargers, if they lose him, are going to automatically be a bad team? No. I don't think, they'll be, no I don't think they'll be a bad team, but I don't think they are a Super Bowl contender. I really do believe that. I strongly believe that if Melvin Gordon is out and he is not on that team, they are not a Super Bowl contender. Dallas, we know if Zeke's not there, they are not. They're a not play- a playoff team. They almost didn't make the playoffs two years ago when he was out for the rest of the year. With the, when they started, they made it 9-7. and seven. It's a toss-up. Zeke is special. Zeke, they're Zeke both is special, special players. Man. Since he's Zeke, come in the league, here's the thing. he's they been both one of the most dominant neg- running backs in the league without question of a doubt. You can make the argument he is the best running back they in the have, league. They have had, they had their negatives. Melvin gets hurt sometimes, too often, and Zeke gets in trouble too often. Which one do you rather have? That's the question. How much are they asking for? You can't go wrong with either one. And how much, are me, they, how much is me, it worth to the to team? To me, I'll say Melvin Gordon because Melvin Gordon... Yes, they have really? Keenan. Yes, yes, they have Keenan Allen. Tell me why. But he doesn't scare you the way that Amari Cooper can. He's had injuries, but exactly, and he doesn't scare me the way Amari Cooper can really scare me. I believe Wait, that, Amari Cooper. Yes. What's that have to do? Dallas. I'm comparing. I'm comparing Melvin Gordon. No, I'm comparing Keenan Allen, an offensive weapon, to an Amari Cooper, a Dallas weapon, their best weapon. Amari Cooper. We saw what he did with Zeke with Dak last year. Yeah, but that's, when, was that's because Zeke was he in the backfield. That does help. But he was dominant. Amari couldn't do he that in Oakland, dom- though. Couldn't, that's, that's had, all, that's all, all of a sudden, he had, all, he had all those drops. And they had Marshawn Lynch. I don't know what happened, but that's all. And Derek Carr is no Melvin bomb. Melvin Gordon and this team, they're a Super Bowl contender. They're not a Super Bowl contender with Melvin Gordon. Especially in the AFC. And I also say, uh, can I, I also say the AFC because Melvin Gordon could be that piece that could get them. Let me ask you. How, because of how thin the AFC is. This might give me a better answer. You have a choice in fantasy. They're both running backs are up. Who are you bidding more for? Who, well, obvi- obvi- who are you taking more in fantasy? Well, I know in your case, you're going to go Melvin Gordon because it'll be cheaper. No. Obvi- <laughs> yeah, 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 I got you there. But no, I would obviously go Zeke. I would take Zeke because he's the better running back. He can. They're both great. You can't go wrong with either one. But now one. Zeke has added, added the passing game to his element, and he's not just a runner. And he, Melvin Gordon is the same thing. No, I know. But Melvin uh, Gordon is one of the toughest players to take down in the league as a running back. Zeke's, Zeke's, Zeke's a, better, a runner. better running back, but Melvin Gordon is right there. Melvin Gordon is right there. You can't go wrong with either one. If you're a fan base, though, I would say Dallas. I'll pick Melvin Gordon, but Dallas should be more because of what you said. If Zeke's not there... And he's holding out, and he doesn't play, and he pulls like a God forbid a Le'Veon. Hey, that's fine with me. I got no problem with he's that. He's got two years though. I know he does. Gordon. I wouldn't have no problem with him missing the entire year. I don't care. That's fine with me. But for Dallas fans, I'd be more nervous in the sense because we've seen Dak play, and there's more pressure with Dallas to win now. They listen. But both teams. You could say both teams. Yes, but you can't do say you, Los Angeles. You can't say. Do you Fort- think if I put a poll out there, where do you think the more pressure would be? I think Dallas, would because, be Dallas, it's Dallas because it's Dallas. they haven't won anything in 20 years. because it's Dallas. 1996. I'm saying years. Los Angeles in the sense because Philip Rivers Philip needs that title. I he needs that Absolutely Super Bowl. And he's right there. Last year we thought he had the mo- times, he had the chances, but he didn't. If you're one of these teams right now and you're two, two of your best players, maybe your best players, are holding out possible, that get that. That gets you nervous, especially football coming around next couple weeks. Training camps are underway. You're going to be seeing more. Melvin Gordon has stated it, and Zeke, we haven't heard him say it, but all signs point to him maybe holding out. Could be tough times for two teams that have Super Bowl aspirations this year. Ladies and gentlemen, that's just the start of the NFL. We're going to be covering it all. Trust me. We're literally NFL is coming, and we are happy fans. Trust me. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking our one and only break. If you haven't seen our episode, and if you want to see it, you can check out iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Prime. Keys of the City is all over the place now. We will be joined by the Joseph Aguirre to talk some New York Yankees baseball. Aaron Boone showing great emotion. Love it. Is there a new name for the New York Yankees? We'll talk all about that with Joe. Keys of the City from All Noise Radio. We'll be right back, folks.
You want sports? We've got sports. Here on Keys to the City. Brought to you by All Noise Radio. Here's your host, Trevor and Ted. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. If you could not get to see this episode, you can check it out on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Prime. Man, Keys to the City is all over the place. And that is thank you to this guy and Clovercrest Media. We appreciate everything you guys have done. Well, you guys are fantastic. We're so glad to have oh, you guys stop on it, board. Stop and it, and stop uh, it. especially when you have great guests on. Here he goes. Like me. Should we take him off already? All right. No, Sorry. Let's, let's get right into I it. Wanted to get, I wanted to get into first. You posted this article yeah. early on today. The Mariano effect. Explain to me what you mean by the Mariano effect. So it runs deep sometimes. For instance, you know when people get upset if Stephen Tarpley or when Jonathan Holder was pitching poorly and people were like, he gave up a run. He sucks. And then it happened in a second game, and they were like, this guy's a loser. Or Chapman uh, blows blew, the game the, the other same. night. He's done. He stinks. Let's get rid of him. Then the story came out. He might opt out. People were like, J- he should just go. And it's like, are you joking? Aroldis Chapman is the best closer in baseball. And, and there's a couple other guys Jansen, who are in the conversation. Kimbrell, probably the two other guys I would put. Right. That's it. There, there could be other guys on the fringe. Look, Chapman's been doing it a little bit longer than some of these other guys. Yeah. And he's been doing it in more dominating fashion. His first seven years as a closer compared to Mariano's, yeah. all the numbers are actually in favor of Chapman. Sure, now, you listen. you the chart in front of you, that piece of paper? I want to be very clear here. I watched Mariano Rivera from his first appearance to his last. I bought dirt from the mound on his last on his last appearance. I love the guy. Yeah, absolutely. There was there's an article thing that said Mariano Rivera might be one of the most respected Yankees of all time. He's a respected human being. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, a, a Mets fan of mine. This week. A Mets fan of mine did a nice tribute to Mariano, and uh, you know, he was like, "Hey, not bad for a Yankee fan." And I was like, "Not bad for you." You know, look this Derek Jeter, Tom Brady. A-Rod, some of these guys, Michael Jordan, they transcend the sport. It doesn't matter he was a Yankee. Mariano Rivera, like Babe Ruth, happened to be Yankees. You know what I mean? Ted Williams was a Red Sox. But it doesn't, you don't, you know, when you think of the legends, you don't necessarily think of the team so much as it doesn't matter. You know, Babe Ruth was, was America's guy. So when it became America's pastime, this idea that our, that our, our closer closing pitcher specifically should be perfect every time out is not steeped in reality. Yeah. We know Mariano Blue saves some yeah. pretty big ones at times. You have the piece of paper. What was he? Ninety percent of all time. He Mariano was eighty nine percent all time in, in saves. So Chapman's at eighty nine point four as well. Yeah. So Chapman's right there. He's producing. But listen, here's the thing: a, a roll this comes out with the long sleeves. He's sweating like Ewing. Yeah, it's in the fourth quarter before he's thrown his first pitch. I'm going to start sweating. He doesn't, look, he doesn't look calm, cool, and collected. And so you're like, uh, nothing guy, about right? Chapman feels yeah, good. Right? When he's, if he's throwing a lot of sliders and, and they're not in the – you're like, oh, my God. Oh, and he's not even close right now. But then the end results – same. Again, when you hold them up to Mariano's, they're the same. I mean, we saw what he did in the All-Star game. He was One, brilliant. Two, Again, oh, if I mean, that was Yankee fans were like, oh, my God, yeah, he's the greatest thing in the world. If that game wasn't in Cleveland, he probably would have been the MVP to, to shut down a one-run game as dominant as he did. We we get we, – here's the thing. Look, again, and I'm not disparaging Mariano. No, you're I mean, right because I sent you the article, and you're like, I read it. And I'm like, I read it. And A-Rod said it. His whole manner in the dugout, in the locker room, First of all, had no trouble calling out any player he wanted to. And almost they were saying, like um, A-Rod was saying, he was almost like the second voice of George Steinbrenner. Yeah. What he wanted could, was Mariano. Could you – can you – So, be, oh, no, 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 what no, I was going right. to say is, like, he'd, he'd start the game. First, like, three or four innings, he'd be in the locker room getting himself ready, prepping. And then by fifth or sixth, he'd go out to the dugout. And he had this whole, uh, you know, agenda, the way he did things, schedule, and everything was timing. And then he goes – when he used to go out there, it was like – it was just a total calmness. Like you saw it in the ball. I mean, like there was like, and, 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 I, was, and, I, and I thought about when Joe was like, you know, Chapman's so sweating. You see Mariano, like 
No, there's no you. We saw it hundreds. There's of times. no break. Nothing ever got the best of him. I remember Even he in his gave worst up times. a home run to Marco Scudero in Toronto. How about Shea Hillenbrand to tie how? the game? And Remember I just remember Mariano Rivera had a smile on his face, almost laughing. Yeah, like well, he just beat me with my best pitch. What are you gonna do? I wanted to ask you, and, that. and that's what made the guy look like he was always in control. Total professional Chapman gives you the results. Look, he's got a sketchy history yeah. coming from Cuba. The the domestic violence abuse. Knowing the Giants steer clear of people like that, to see the Yankees embrace that was a little disappointing. But again, there's not a lot of closers in this game that you would give closer money to anymore. He's one of maybe four. Okay. I'd, I'd say maybe even three now because Kimbrell has not looked the same since coming back. I would say Kelly he, Jansen's had, has had, had issues down this year. Kirby I would Yates say, has been great. I would say, but really, there's I'd only two or three guys. Because Chapman's been the guy because he's been consistent at that level. I mean, he's been most consistent, like Joe was stating earlier. That he's said, the most consistent. I will say this: they signed Britain, also to closer money. They're contemplating throwing money to keep Batanzas around. You told me they would opt out. You he's think he gonna opt, opt out, out but because believe, he has to. But you believe he'll come back? I to think the Yankees, just like correct? When, remember when Aaron well, like, like, opted like, out? Yeah, but to, to get more money. Yes, it's just like well. Not even necessarily get more money because he probably get about the same. But after next season, you think he'll want a hundred. But after eh, no, you're not going to give up. No, he, he just got a five year, eighty five mil. Right. So you never know. He might want. But he's get, older. Go right. Go so ahead, what what he's going to look to get is after next season, the Yankees. Uh, there's the no trade clause goes away, so the Yankees could move him, and he's not too keen on that. Mm -hmm. So the opt out would be to prevent him from being moved. Smart, uh, and and that's it's why it's a smart he, business move as an individual and as a player. Because at the end of the day, we talk about in all the sports, the teams are about the team. You got to take care of business first, and whatever makes your team the best. And if that means flipping Chapman for a bunch of prospects or a bat or a starting pitcher, and knowing that you have Adovino and Britton and Batances and Kaley and, and five they other did guys, did it to him once. Then you could do it again, right? So, and you, you can hit it in a market for a year or two when, like, hey, listen. He's great, but he's 33. His fastball's dropped to like 98, 97 now. He's still good, but let's let's get him while his money while he's hot. Okay. Let's sell him while he's hot. You want let's get into Go ahead. Yeah, trade absolutely. deadline. We've been talking about it for weeks now. You're looking at teams right now. The Giants, they're winning. The Indians, they're winning. Nationals the have Nationals, their best record since they're May winning. 31st. The Texas Rangers still in contention and winning. Do you think that's going to be like Bumgarner? Scherzer. All out. There's it none of those guys are um, available. Bauer. Out. All these guys. Even Mike Miner. All these guys. Are the Yankees the only realistic option in this situation is Marcus Stroman? Because of the Blue Jays out of contention right now. Are the Yankees going to have a letdown in the search for another starting pitcher? Well. Because of the way these teams are performing currently? I think it's going to end up being a blessing in disguise because, and I've been saying this now for a few weeks, I just don't feel like it's necessary. It's an added luxury if the Yankees can add, like, a top-notch starter. I believe the trade deadline is going to be unexpired. And for, for good reasons. It has that, its ups and downs. For because, first of all, two things. One, there's not going to be a second trade deadline. Everything has to be done by July 31st, so there won't be, like, that Verlander trade where it can be done in the second week of August. Third, you got all these teams that are playing baseball. Mike Miner just came out and went, I forget what the paper was, and he, maybe it was the Houston Chronicle or whatever he said. He did not want to be traded. Wants nothing to do with it. Yeah, Mike, yeah, he Mike Miner. And plus, that, the yes. Rangers are supposed to be opening up a new stadium, I believe, next well, year. Next year, correct. Next year, so. Oh, get Clint Frazier over there. So, so you, <laughs> why, why, make, why give up all this when it's no guarantee? The name I've been hearing. And the Cle like Cleveland's three or four games out. San Francisco consider to your Texas, you move Mike Miner. What what are you telling the fans on July twenty July thirty first? Like here's we the, quit. Like you got what are, if you're yeah, the Indians, you're, still, and you're moving Bauer. You're, you're like we're out. And right here, you're but right the in Yankees, the playoff race. But the Yankees did it a couple years back. So I see all this. Oh, the team yeah, is still in contention. The Yankees yes, but here's the thing: they were, were both going to be free agents that Trev. year. That is true. But that year when Miller and Chapman were unbelievable, the Yankees were like. Two or three games out of the ALE, but they, the they were going to be free agents, and they knowing that they could get. Like, what the hell are you guys doing? You have a chance. Teams may do that though. May Here's go the thing: a lot of these guys 
that we're, I'm showing a picture of above Joe's head are still have longevity in their contract. The kid Boyd. Uh, Strowman has another year. Bauer has another year. So you're there's trading one, for these guys. You're going to have a year plus this year There's one game that I've heard. And teams are not gonna, you're not going to want to do is that. Is a year and a half of Marco Strowman worth five years of Clinton Frazier kicking your ass all over the place? Because that's what you'll have. And the, the Yankees have gotten lucky that McKinney sucked and Rutherford and, and none of these guys that they've moved for prospects have panned out for anybody. That's the true. only – matter of fact, the only – Look at the the only trade that worked out was the trade with the Cubs, where where they got Chapman, Chapman the Yankees got, got labor, and then you got, and then got nope. and it couldn't work any better. All the rest of the trades have been unbelievably one sided. I, I read I read a lot of the articles. See, I under I agree with what you're the Fraser thing because when I look at him, I look at it as a major league player. Now, see, when we talk about Florio and Garcia, listen, all those guys are great, right? And they're hot prospects. Don't know how they're going to do in the pros. They're prospects for a reason, right? Okay, you don't and know you're how waiting gonna another. Pan you're going to still wait another two to three years. You know what? Yep. I'd rather wait to. I'd rather send them away and good luck with them. If they pan out, they pan out. But you want guys that you know right now are performing. Now with Strowman, I agree with you. I wouldn't want to trade Frazier and see Strowman, Frazier in the division haunting us for 18 games a season. But I know that Strowman, if I could trade Florio and someone else, I'd take Strowman because, Here's, first of all, I know he's pitches in the AL East. He knows the division rivals. He knows what it's like to pitch. He's from Long Island. And he has the mentality, at least in mindset, maybe not stuff, that says, hey, I can go in there and I'm going to dominate and I'm going to win. And he's got the second-best ground ball rate in all of baseball, 58%. Here's and the, it works for the Yankees, and the Yankees like that, especially in the stadium. Here's the name that's heating up with the Yankees that I've been hearing. Don't say Thor. Is no There's no way the Mets trade him. First thing they said I heard is, "Would you mind?" They're going to trade Glaber. They're going to go for Glaber. Would you? That's the first thing they well, said. Well, I've already said. If, if anybody asks for Glaber, the Yankees should just close. Just put the phone sorry down. For and inter- say sorry, sorry for interrupting. Listen, I'm if, just saying. If Jacob Degrom is their best pitcher, then no, I don't want Syndergaard or Wheeler. Why? If, I mean, well, no. If you can again, get a Syndergaard, but you don't have to give up. A certain amount. Like, say you don't have to give up even Frazier, and you give up Florio and a couple of the, the prospects. You're not going to. But you don't give up Frazier. Are you doing it? You're going to do it, Joe. You will do it. I don't know. You still wouldn't do it with Frazier not included? Uh, Come on, Joe. What am I giving I'm giving up Florio and who? De- Debbie Garcia? I mean, and, what about am I giving and up? And give up somebody else. I wish I had the paper in front of me. Uh, it's not today. It, was, I, it came I just, out Wednesday. I, know. I just wonder if everyone is as impressed with Estevan Florio as all these amazing Yankee fans who have never, ever seen him play. You've seen like three at-bats on hey, video. I'll give, I'll give you a name. They said Jesus Montero is going to be a star, too. And guess yes. how he turned out. Now, now look how he turned now, out. Here's the thing. Where the hell is we he? Had some good Not ar- even in the league We had anymore. some good arguments about a month and a half, two year- months ago. With two the years? Kimbr- oh, did I say two years? <laughs> yeah. months. With the Kimbrel and the Keiko thing, right? Yeah. And we were both, me and you, Trevor, were both, I think, in agreement that we're like, yeah, we should go get Keiko, right? He's a ground ball pitcher. He knows the division, pitches in the AL. Well, what has he done for the Braves? He hasn't been great at all. And I, What's he done? Nothing. Neither one, how? Okay, so I have his numbers right here. So the other night he gave up five earned runs, four earned to the Brewers, and four, five and two-thirds, walking two, striking out five. Could have got him for free, though. Yeah. His ERA shot from a 3.09 to a 3.58 in six starts, totaling 37 and two-thirds innings. So right now he hasn't pitched well at all. I think you even sent me something on Instagram on Keiko or something have, where his number, his fastball rate is below at the MLB average, the ground ball. He's not performing as what you expected. Now, maybe it has to be he hasn't pitched that many yeah, innings. Yeah. But I don't know about you, but I looked at the stat again last night. Chad Green, 8-0 when he starts as an opener. Right. And then they came but with Cortez. Well, yeah, this is, this is again, this is, this is the mentality of I don't have five starters who are all 12 and 0. So we need to get we need to get somebody better. This last time through the rotation, everybody did their job. We keep winning. We just find a way to win. We keep finding ways to win. So again, it's it's like this weird added luxury. The idea that Edwin Encarnacion is on this team. Oh my god. I, I'm ta- still like Who were we talking crap about tonight? It still seems weird. It's like that was overkill. Joe, do you remember Adding another starter, again, if you were playing a video game and somebody walked in, they'd be like, ah, that's bullcrap right there. You're just putting all the best remember players on t- your team? Remember the Yankees are good them? enough to win without anyone else. We talked about Encarnacion last week. Yeah. I think we should come up with a weekly segment. Oh, yeah. They do start. Do you know who, who, who are we going to hate on? Do, do you know 
that he played on Friday went three for four and had a home run last week, the day of the game. You know, Gary Sanchez slumping late. It'd be nice to see that batting average go up. Maybe Gary could heat up. But my only thing is, yeah, should we talk, talk about the, the Kraken? Again? Yeah. The only thing is, if you didn't have to trade Frazier and you could trade a Garcia, Florio, and add in a Tommy. Maybe Andrew Ohar. Or a Tommy K, give him a bullpen. And Ellsbury. Or, or give him. And Bird. Or, yeah, exactly. And Louis Sessa. Or, hey, Sessa was pretty good. <laughs> and, Sessa and was good last night. Jonathan Holder. Oh, and Holder. Get rid of him, Sessa too. Sessa was He's good last night. And say you add in like a Tommy K as well. Yeah. Because they need bullpen help. We gotcha. know the Mets need a lot of help. Would you not make the trade for Syndergaard? Why is he still on that? Because I think that's the one guy I could realistically see the Yankees getting because of the sense that these teams Here's, are Ted, still contenders. You're so right when you say there is zero chance the Mets trade him. They're not going to want to trade him, a 26-year-old guy. Ted, who, I understand you're Ted, right. Zero percent chance they trade him, <laughs> and an even lesser chance they trade him to the Yankees who's of more, all teams. Who's more likely, Syndergaard or Scherzer? They got the Yankees have a they got a better chance of getting Scherzer and keeping Frazier in that deal I, than wow. they do getting I, I anybody just, on the match. I just think when we look at the Yankees, right, we are the best team in baseball right now by record wise and by percentage. All right, so I, I so, didn't care if we didn't and, have the better and over the Dodgers. And just by perception, it's clear to anyone following baseball now, that's the best. We have team. the best offensive lineup. We have the best bullpen. and the deepest team. Now as well, the yeah. the problem we have as Yankee fans, and you said it right, Joe. It's like. We're good, but like, why are we not greater? Like, our starting pitchers are all good, but the way I think we all look at them from, Yankee afar, fans. from afar is it's like, who is our ace in the hole? When I need to pull out this card and flop it down, what do I have? And you're like, who is it? Now, I know you said you like Tanaka in certain games. Sometimes, and we got into a now, sometimes about now hold on. Now, sometimes <laughs> Paxton looks like that. Domingo Herman could be that guy. From the ninth pitch on last night, he was spectacular. Now, now Herman, again, he. <laughs> He's got an inning restriction, so it's going to be a question of where do they put him? Do they put him in a long relief, or do they space everything out going forward and just let him pitch? You can, can only hope. My, I, I, I also see a scenario to where Seve comes back and Seve goes three, and he goes yeah. three, and then you turn it well, over and to you the think You can only you, hope Seve comes back. Keep both. Well, and again, you if he, only hope but he, he even back. if he does it again, I, I was saying, too, you could do that. Well, you could have Batances throw the first inning. You could have... Uh, German throw the you know two three and four and then turn it over to 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 the pen. The Yankees have a lot of options beyond going out and wasting resources. When they're to me, the problem with getting a starter is outside of Scherzer, someone has I to get dropped down. Though. Don't think there is a sure bet. I need that guy. That guy. Like, yes. That guy's going eight zero in ten starts down the stretch. There's yep. no CC. I There's don't no, think so. And yeah. Listen, and here's the thing. You're going to take a pitcher now. Who who's going to get moved in the, in the starting rotation? Or do you extend everyone? How does that throw the rhythm of the team off? Is and I think you know when we look at the playoffs because really we know we go into the playoffs. We, yeah, well, that's obvious. Who's going to start game one when we got to go against Sale? Who's going to start game one against Verlander? I don't care about the Twins. I now Joe's team, Oakland. They're hot again, Joe. It's they that sure time they of the are. And I know. So I'm not scared. There, of I, there, not I don't believe there's going to be a lot of big name pitchers thrown off. Let me and and I'm going to start to agree with Trev or Joe Trev. What do you mean? You're not agreeing with me, or you're agreeing with me? No. And this, in this, why can't you agree with me? With this perspective, you got to be right. If the, <laughs> if the deal isn't you right, be bold. If the deal isn't right for the Yankees, they should sit pretty and say, you know what? Let's just try to get Batances and Severino back, and if we can get those two guys back by just having Hell those guys it. back in our we'll rotation, it's going to make our we'll team better. Here's the other problem with acquiring somebody, specifically a Marco Stroman type. How much are you giving up? There's another year because... Marcus Stroman will be... They're going to ask for You've him. already got six pitchers under control for next season. Paxton, Hap, Tanaka, German, Severino, Montgomery. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Hap. Montgomery is... Right? Everybody seems Montgomery's to Montgomery's not going to about... play on the Yankees this year. Oh. Joe, he won't make the... He won't make... And that's fine. That's fine. But he will be back... Next By week, next season. Spring training. And you long, will want a young, solid lefty in your rotation. Long, Especially when time. Hap is up there. I hope he doesn't come in with a lot of rust. I hope so, he comes in. And, again, but we're looking at, we've got six starters going into spring training this year. Do, do you need a bum garner? Do you need a stroke? You need somebody else for next year, too? Again, you're right. You've got seven starters. 
This is this is greedy, is what the Yankees, and, and, and the Yankees are going to get Scherzer in two years. Trev, and I'll put it, maybe that's, that's fine. What, that's these what, guys, some of these guys will be gone. Well, and this is the same thing I was listening to last night. And I know you probably talk about this on your uh, your Fenway Park Red Sox um, podcast. But the Red Sox, the same thing. They're not going to make any big moves. They're going to try to shore up, try to get some that, got, some second tier I'm bullpen guys to shore up. up some things. But their team is getting hot right now. They're starting to hit the ball. Devers, if this team was playing much better, he would be an MVP candidate. I mean, He's that nine, good this year. Nine games over five hundred. I mean, Jesus. And what sa- are they sales to be one hundred and eight no, again, no. like last year. But I'm saying the sales are hot. They're going to put Avaldi in the bullpen, they we said. We put such a certain standard on you all saw these that, teams right? now. Yes. It's just frustrating that all of a sudden, why? Because Devers can't be in the MVP consideration. How about Xander Bogarts? He's a uh, Mike under- Trout's going to win it. He's the only good player in baseball. That's what I hear everywhere. Well, Mike Trout's going to win the MVP. Joe, he's he's, not, he's not, come on, Joe. <laughs> Joe, you should have got him back in trade in that trade. It's, <laughs> look. I wanted to ask you a question. Value. Of trade deadline. Value. No. <laughs> trade deadline. Yep. Teams that are in contention, not the Yankees. Which team needs to make a move at the trade deadline? AL or NL? You could give me a, you could give me a team from the NL. You could give me an AL team, or you give me one team. If there's a team that needs to make a move, if you want to think about it, I got an answer. Tampa needs a bat. They need okay. a pit. Tampa needs Yankees a bat. I the think race. Tampa's Tampa could use. And Definitely it, a bullpen guy, but I think more importantly, a bat. They're Edwin, looking at Kirby Yates, though, and they have the farm system to go get Edwin him. Edwin Encarnacion. Edwin Encarnacion. The Yankees screwed the Rays because the Yankees got Encarnacion. They really, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. I was just about to mention that. They that about was it a last bat week. that they could get that Put was there right in the three or four, and was, bam. Yeah. yeah. With, I mean, all, that was, with all their regular players that they can just so make contact. I think the Rays. Uh, otherwise, the Rays. Look, the, the Yankees with all these games coming up against the Red Sox starting next week. Yeah. I mean, a chance to blow this thing wide open and sit pretty, or to make it really competitive. It's already at eight. One or the other is going to happen. Well, and again, it's no, it's already, ten. It was eight to raise. Eight is the raise. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at second place. I'm not talking about Red yeah, Sox. Yeah, but also look at the loss column because the Yankees only have 33 losses. I mean, they're only ten back, but. Yeah, sixty-two and thirty-three currently right now. Yeah, eleven back of the loss column. That's that's important. My team is the Phillies because this was the team that we're going into the start of the season. Ah, oh, we're gonna spend all this money. We're gonna get. We're gonna get John Shagir. We're gonna get Rio Malto. We're gonna get Harper. We got Jake Arrell. Aaron Noah's coming back. He's gonna be a beast. We're gonna have this team. There's seven and a half. The Braves should the take race, a step so. down. The Mets will be garbage. The Nationals lost Harper. Well, guess what? That's proof throwing money. Around doesn't mean anything. it doesn't translate now, to wins. It never does. In now here's any the thing: sport, they are in the like, here's the thing: doesn't. they are in the wild card race right now. It's them and the Nationals, which would be really interesting. And Nationals got that a two would game be, lead. Over think that. about that: a one, the one game playoff in Washington. Harper goes I mean, just for for storyline. Great, to- but I think, great but I think for Philadelphia because of what the expectation was from the outside sources and from Philly fans is: hey, listen, this team we're trying to build a championship team. We're trying to win now. They need. I think they need to make a move in their bullpen. I think because I think their hitters are get better now. McCutcheon's injury did hurt them, but they still have a good lineup, a formidable lineup. If no one and um, and Arietta can come back to form, sure up that bullpen, they should be right there with the Dodgers and anyone else that you want to put in the NL as competitors to go to the World Series. I think it's easy. I think it's the defending champs. I mean, if they want to contend for a wild card, even get it to a fi- see, I don't because, worry about them. No, because in the you sense, really look at the Red Sox and worry about them yeah, when you compare both, them against the A's, yeah. the Indians, dude. Yeah, the, because the, I no, they're bullpen. If they want to compete for a title, I, Trev, if they I score still, twelve runs a game, they won't I have to still, worry about it again. We'll see. The Boston Red Sox will be in the wild card game, absolutely, without question. Don't know who they'll be. Don't playing. know who they'll be playing. But I will they tell need, you this: they don't need any offense. They could use maybe a back end guy in the rotation. Or bullpen. The reason why this Yankee team, without adding to their pitching staff, can be good is because you just said it, Ted. They could put up a bunch That's of runs in a game. That is true. And so can the Red Somebody Sox. Somebody just said Torres and a prospect for Syndergaard. No Who thanks. was that? Who said that? Your boy Nolan. Not Nolan, a- you're a Mets fan. Stop it. He said that he's a Mets fan, so he he's got nothing. Yes, I want like that. Yeah. And throw in Void. How about Babe Yeah. Ruth? Um, <laughs> I love it, Nolan. Come on, Nolan. You're better than that. I, I love that stuff. <laughs> it's like with the Yankee when you go on the Yankee pages. And you well, he, he like put that. the like you know the little face with the you know. He's like no, mm, no, no. Listen, I'll give you I'll give you Frazier and other guys. I'm not giving, I'm not giving Torres, you Torres. Not I'm sorry. I'll give you. I'll possibly give you Andujar. 
Do you know because what? I'm, I'm looking at I'm the telling you, I my, agree with you. I, I, I mean, look, I don't I want to, Joe. But Glaber's you know. gonna be a superstar yes. in baseball for a very Gio? such a great. Do you think Gio's a one hit wonder? I'm, I'm sorry, I wonder about him. Joe, he's good at defense. He man. is good at How defense. Do we this back to the Yankees? again, though the <laughs> metrics, the metrics are not as good on Ursula as as you. But as, he was clutch as, again. As he, he was clutch again. He is clutch, look, and I like it. Look at this right now. I'm looking at the Boston Red Sox right now. Talk yeah. to me. Look Talk at, to me. Sales ERA. Look at He's that He's the team leader in ERA, too. Four. Their saves leader, seven. I'm not worried about they, it. That's fine if they, they want to score 12, but if they give up 13, then they're losing. This is why I'm Their saying. Their bullpen in the back end of the rotation could use a little help. Could, not a big star name guy. The Red Sox could bop their way. And I think the Yankees can too. I'm not worried about the Yankees. The difference between I'm these not. two teams is going to be, you just said it, you could put up eight or 12, and then you said the other team can score 13. You, the Red Sox are never out of a game, just like the Yankees. The difference yeah. between these two teams is the Yankees can stop you in their bottom half of the inning. The Red Sox, the Red Sox can't. can't. Yeah. You saw it when the Yankees yes. went in Red Sox. And whatever, for whatever reason, if it's the juice balls, whatever. You no, saw no, it in You should have just saw, watched the saw, game this week against Toronto. You, they were up 10-2 going into the sixth inning. The final score ended up being 10-8. Also the so but it you became also a saw close the, game. You also saw right. it the London game. It was six six after the first. You thought the Red Sox. Oh, here you go. Then it was fourteen six, just like that. Because Those last couple runs, horrible. the bullpen came up is the reason they lost. That's what I'm and trying that's to what say. I think it's going to be the Red Sox need a bullpen guy. Be are sure up that bullpen I, or now a back end rotation. If the Sox pitcher. get a lockdown closer, watch out. Kirby Yates. If they, but I don't think they give hand. up. Watch Maybe out. a Brad Hand. See, I Watch don't out. see. I don't think Cleveland's going to be selling because here's the thing: Bauer, they still have a control, and they're only four games out, and the Twins have not Did been playing great. Did he win last night? Did Bauer win last night? I don't I know. Pitch. I don't know. I don't know. Pitch. Okay, Sorry. they're gonna get Carrasco back and uh, Kluber back before the end of the season. Carrasco, so, I don't know what his. They were talking about what his health. He might be coming back, so oh, they can put right. him in the bullpen. That'd be good. All right, be, oh, that'd be awesome. And this team is starting to get healthy, and they're playing much better baseball. This is a team. That I don't think you can sell right now. I well, don't think. Four, I don't think. Only, I don't hey, think. only four games back, bro. And I don't think Bauer's the guy that you look at the Yankees that'll fit well. Oh, he struck out ten. He struck out ten last night and one. Struck out ten and six and a two. And the, Trev, and the reason that's why that's the and, guy and, and, Trev, I want as my number. And here's and here's my yeah, thing. Right. When I look at when can I look we at, get that every. Time? <laughs> I mean, right? If that's what I'm getting, all right, let's talk. So I'm let's, just not sure you're getting that. And every here's time. the wild card. The wild card is going to come down to four teams: Cleveland. Oakland, A's. I mean, I said Oakland, um, and the two AL East teams. The you Yankees, said Oakland the Rays and the A's? And the Red Sox. You said Oakland and the A's? Because so that's how likely it is that they'll be the wild card. So, Oakland and the A's are both so, up for consideration. They'll get there. They always Oakland, do. Oakland, Tampa, Boston, and Cleveland. The four what teams. What about Minnesota? Minnesota, Minnesota, because they're only four games up. Cleveland could take that AL Central. And we got five teams. The Angels have been playing better, but I don't have any trust in them whatsoever. They have no I pitcher. have faith in Mike Trout. <laughs> I have faith in Mike Trout. I just don't have Not faith the in the other else. 24 Angels. You see who the Yankees are playing tonight? Yeah. My boy's coming into town. You excited? Oh, I love my boy. My boy Arenado. He's see, gonna he was on Make a Wish. He's gonna put a clinic on oh, at wish? third base, and and you're gonna you're gonna see. hear people. That could have been our third base. Yeah. Watch, you're gonna see I the bet, Yankee pages. I, I, bet, I bet Gio outplays him this week in the two. I games. bet you Gio won't. Watch I bet Gio will get eaten watch, alive. Watch, he'll have like three home runs. Not tonight. at all. He'll stop Joe, a lot of people. Joe, are you kidding me? Do you watch? Uh, Joe, he, he's unbelievable. I'm at third just smack talking to make him play better. Gio. Oh, no, we got to talk about Gary. But no, Gio or Shellas. Metrics at third base are not great, but I don't need the metrics to it's tell me the that he flashy plays. Are he's great are at. You me analytics he boots. Right you're the one guy that I would not. I analytics wouldn't from. listen. I read a great article and, and I was and you. It's starting to change. It. Uh oh, he's clutch though too. He hits man in clutch situations. <laughs> are you going to the dark side? Now? You, you know what's funny though? It, we, because we knocked him. Because remember, I was like, I was all about, I was all about Geo like the first like. Month and Joe's like slow down. He's okay. been great so slow far. Slow down. Still. He's like he's still been let's great. see him get like more than thirty at bats. Yeah, right. he's still been great. And he's still batting like what three twenty. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. He's, Which he's, is, and he's been hitting more home runs than before. Yeah, the bats popping. DJ's needs to start waking. That's up. why DJ when you when you look up. at the Yankees, kind of calling not cool giving down. up a lot like of it. prospects and players, knowing that this team. The future is so bright because, like you said, you got the two guys hurt right now, and they've been doing this out with Severino and no Batances. No Montgomery, okay? No Andujar. The possibilities are endless with this team. Of course. Can I give you one more before Yeah, give us your I final take. Let's end it on this. Your final take. 
it, it's the perception that the Yankees uh, pitching coach Larry Rothschild. Is I saw a problem. you went out. Yeah, I saw. I saw you went after something. <laughs> Larry Rothschild, the team's ERA while he's been pitching coach is a three point eight nine. Is that good? That's pretty good. It actually really is. Is it? it? Is, I thought it was actually. Pretty it's good. better than the eleven previous pitching coaches the Yankees have had. It's third all time in franchise history. Mel Stoudemire. Mel. He's better than Mel, no. statistically speaking. I know. Of, yeah. Again. Do you think it's him the or the pitchers, though? It's look. So look. When, when hold on. When Green went down to the minor leagues, people were like, "Whoever that pitching guru down in the minor leagues was, it was Larry Rothschild. <laughs> he told them what to do with Chad Green. Are you in? Otherwise, that guy would already be in New York. They'd be like, "Oh, we've got this magical pitching coach. It's Cy Young Jr. He doesn't pitch in the pros." He just masters it behind the scenes. Of course, that's who's doing it. Someone and asked, that's who's going to fix Jonathan Holder? Trev, no one asked what the Mets should do. I think should should sell. The Mets should just should sell. Just sell your team. No, no, You're no, not stop. going anywhere. I'm not going to knock no, I'm the serious. Mets. They need to make good trades and Smart build for the future. Trade. They, have to sell the, they have to sell the team in the sense of you're not going anywhere. You're wasting DeGrom. If you can get Wheeler back before the trade deadline and you're prove that he's fine, good get rid of him, you're sell Syndergaard, sell some hot prospects. you got some young talent. Out there, man. There is possibility for this Mets team to be good in two or three years. You could if move one of those guys for three or four big time. You could trade Degrom and get a. Bowl. They should take a page out of the Yankees playbook two years ago when the Yankees did yep. what you said, Trev. Trade in pro- certain guys, Chapman, Miller, and got Clint Frazier, Torres, a bunch of other people that. Listen, you got the kid McNeil is good. Alonzo is going to be good. You have Degrom. Okay, you, depends on if Syndergaard. If someone gives you something. So great. You take it. You take it. Absolutely. Because your future is not now. It's two to three years down the road. Well, I think they're, they're expect, what, what they're looking for and what teams know them to be looking for is so off the charts that I don't even think teams are calling on them right now. You're not hearing anything coming out of there. No. I think they're not entertaining offers. I don't think they're getting offers because everybody knows they're Glaber, get out of here. We wouldn't even we yeah, wouldn't even we wouldn't even take that call. Yeah, he's one of the savage boys. It's a new Yankees name. I love it. Let me I tell love you I de- Boone, you're starting to come around to me. I love it. I, I loved what he did yesterday. I loved everything and you about saw what you saw what Gardy did? Yeah. I bet you were like Gardy. But he did it up. he did it in a right way because I'm gonna It fin- was great oh, to I hear him. I'm, I'm you're, a- you're a referee. So I thought oh, listen, here's the thing. It was great to we, see him. I like know that, as a though. college official, and as you move up and I'm moving up, coaches have scouting reports on the umpires, just like you do in players. They talk about it all the time in the NFL. The new guy, you test them. Now, his performance in the beginning was not was not great at all. It was but he was if you watch the rest of the game, he was consistent with the same calls all day. He didn't change his way. He called it the way he saw it. He'll get better. He only had like six or seven starts. He got called up from AAA. I just, but Boney said, hey, listen, man, get better. That's what he said. He didn't, you, you know you're screwing up. I think it Get was, better. I, I thought do it was your hilarious. Job, and that's it. The way he was saying it's like, you got to get your together and stuff. And he was like, we're savages. We're every, I'm like, Savages, like this is great. This is great. I'll tell but, you what. <laughs> you see him yeah, laughing in the dugout. Yeah, Sorry to continue. Cardi was like, you know, look, the, the the Yankees do pride themselves on good at bats, making the other pitcher work. We've seen we've seen a lot of bad calls on balls and strikes this season. Donnie just called for he wants to. that could be that could be a little sign going forward. Just to remember, just a thing like that. Your manager comes out and just like you know, hey, this guy's set go, the tone for the rest willing, of the day. This guy's willing to set. The, this guy's willing to go out there and fight for and sacrifice for his teammates. Stuff like his players. Guess what? What I you got to get like behind that was what the crew chief said after the game. I didn't hear it. So the crew chief basically said that he thought Boone went over the line. Wouldn't admit that the calls were poor, and well, the calls were refer, definitely poor. You know, deferred that that it'll all be in the report to the league. Aaron Boone told that umpire to get better, get your act together. My guys aren't swinging at those pitches because they're balls. DJ LeMayhew turned around and said to the umpire, Brandon, "Come on, come on Brandon, bro, this is way outside." And DJ, and listen, and go, look at the numbers. I don't have the numbers in front of metrics, but Brett Garner has one of the best. Eyes in baseball. Oh, he's great. Uh, he, ba- he loves the battle pitch. So for him to freak out like that, yeah, you know you're, you're you're a little bit off because he's earned his respect throughout the league. 
Well, Boone has gained my respect. And, and it's starting to come it, around. It set the tone for the rest of that day yesterday. Jermon said he fed off it, too. It, big, it made a huge difference. Big win to win the series against the Rays to take the eight-game lead now. Three out of four we'll again. See, we'll see what happens going forward with this Yankee team, but things are looking good for the Yankees. And my goodness, they've swept now, I think, three straight doubleheaders. I'll take That's it. hard to do. I've Yo, yeah. Joe. It's been great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. As awesome. always. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't hear our episode today on Facebook... Don't worry, it will be on YouTube, it will be on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Prime. It's all over the world now. Keys to the city, bigger and better things. You can also go to Clovercrest Media. Yeah, Clovercrest Media, Media as well. Check them out. The host of the roll call right here. Not if you're only a big Yankee fan, go check him out. He writes up articles, and he's the there's host a, of the roll call. Yeah, well. there's not only is our show on there, but there's MMA, there's, there's a Red Sox podcast, there's some political stuff. There's all types of great podcasts on it, so check it out, Clovercrest Media. Keys to the city is just a little part of the show. Just a little part, just a little part. Last thing, people, be smart this weekend. Drink water. Stay hydrated. It's going to be hot. You saw the giant player that just had a heat stroke and died. Former giant player, 32 years old, so died sad. of a heat stroke. Please drink water. Eat. Be healthy and be smart. It's going to be hot. Please. All right? Everybody, we are keys to the city. We got a lot more to talk about coming next week. College football, we're going to start talking. NFL, training camps are underway. We'll start talking about that. Divisions, baseball. It's starting to heat up, boys, just like this weather. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody have a great weekend. We are Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness. In the making, double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.